0: Welcome to The Wrap, a weekly podcast about women's sports news and the big stories. Every episode will cover what's happened over the weekend, a favourite story and what to watch in the coming week. My name is Chloe Dalton. I'm an Olympic gold medalist in rugby sevens and an AFLW player. I'm joined by my co-host Millie Dawson. Millie is an athlete manager who works with some of Australia's top female athletes. Hey Mills. Hi Chloe. How are you? How was your day? It was good. We've actually got
1: um, a lot of things coming up in the sporting world, as you would know. So it makes the work very exciting for me. Speaking of the Olympics, how is Tokyo prep going?
0: Really good. We had a workshop today that's all about, I guess, mental health skills and prep for part of it was about prepping for an Olympics It's going to be very different in Tokyo, obviously. No international spectators. We're going to be traveling over, having to quarantine when we come back and, and be in hotels. So, learning some of the skills and thinking about some scenarios that we probably haven't been in before and how we're actually going to prepare for those. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's great that um, they're focusing on that.
0: Yeah, I think it is a really important skill set to have that we probably don't prioritize enough. So, it's cool that they're putting those things in place.
1: Coming up on today's episode, we'll be joined by Chloe Cavell,
0: the 11-year-old skater who is absolutely shredding. But first, let's take a look around the grounds. In surfing, reigning world champ Carissa Moore has taken out the Newcastle leg of the WSL tour last week. She put on quite a show in the quarterfinal, landing one of the biggest air reverses by female in competition. This manoeuvre earned her a near perfect score from the judges of a 9.9. Carissa
1: faced Australian tour rookie Isabel Nichols in the final, who had eliminated seven-time world champion Stephanie Gilmour earlier in the competition. Carissa proved too strong for Nichols, scoring a 9.5 and a 6 to take the crown in Newcastle. In soccer, the Matildas came together for their first international match in 13 months in a friendly against Germany. The Germans were dominant in their 5-2 victory.
0: The Matildas have been described as putting in a pretty rusty performance. Um, There's been a lot of changes happening. Obviously, a new coach, a lot of new young players who had the chance to play for the Matildas in preparation for Tokyo. After the match, Sam Kerr was talking about the fact that the performance wasn't good enough and that they couldn't use excuses like that. They just had to be better and make the most of what they've got.
1: They're an incredible team, so we're really hoping that they can bring it all together in time for Tokyo. In horse racing, jockey Jamie Carr has continued to show her form in Sydney over the weekend, taking out the win at the Doncaster Mile. She is the first female jockey to win the Doncaster Mile and was the first female jockey to win a Group 1 race for the Godolphin Stable anywhere in the world.
0: Jamie has been dominating racing in Victoria and is the current leader in the Melbourne Jockey's Premiership, looking set to become the first female to win the title. Jamie's stellar performance has seen her ride 80 Melbourne winners so far and it's looking like she'll be the first jockey to get a century in that city in a season. In
1: AFLW, the prelim finals took place over the weekend. The Adelaide Crows took on the Melbourne Demons securing the win 33-15 and Brisbane Lions took on Collingwood and held on to record a four-point victory 45-41.
0: That one was a really close one. I was stressed at the end. I thought Collingwood were going to get there, but they just ran out of time. So Adelaide are going to host the Brisbane Lions for the grand final this weekend. Uh, The Crows are going to be without their co-captain, a really dominant figure in their team in Chelsea Randall. Um, She had a big head clash with one of the Melbourne Demon girls in the first quarter of the prelim final. And there's been a recent change to the AFLW's concussion protocol, which means that any player who has a concussion is not allowed to play a match for at least 12 days. So that obviously rules her out of the grand final, which is I'm sure really disappointing for Adelaide. But I think as we have seen with concussion, it's so important to make sure that that's prioritized. Yeah, absolutely. In swimming, the Australian multi-class championships and age championships took place over the last week on the Gold Coast with some outstanding results, despite some pretty difficult weather conditions.
1: Yeah, so Lakeisha Patterson took home gold in the 100-metre and 400-metre freestyle events. Some great
0: results with the Paralympic trials only two months away. Taking a look at some of the young up-and-comers, which is really exciting. Hopefully these are some of the names that we might see in the Olympics to come. Yeah, definitely. 13-year-old Haley McKinder has broken a 26-year-old age record in the 100-metre breaststroke with a time of 1.11.66. One minute, 11.66 not sure, we'll take both, and also went forward to take out the gold medal in the final. And 16-year-old Elizabeth Deckers set a new
1: Australian age record in the 200-metre butterfly, a record she had previously set in December, clocking a time of 2.07.25. In cricket, Australia has taken out the final one-day international in the series against New Zealand to take home the Rose Bowl in a clean sweep. They won the final match by 21 runs to secure their 24th straight ODI victory and continue their record-breaking streak.
0: Not surprisingly, the amazing record has attracted its fair share of sexism and negativity from punters who believe that women's and men's records should be kept separate due to the perceived difference in the standards of the games.
1: I actually really liked the comment from former Australian player and current coach Joe Broadbent who said it doesn't matter whether it's men's or women's, they're the world holders of the contest,
0: full stop. If anyone would like to just go out and win 24 straight Wonder Internationals, please. Be my guest. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's take a look at the key story. <whistles> Set the scene for me, Millie.
1: Sunday afternoon, Cogra Oval in Sydney, the W League grand final between Melbourne Victory and Sydney FC took place.
0: The game was still tied at nil all after the full 90 minutes of play, which meant they went into two 15 minute halves of extra time. In the 120th minute of the game, the final seconds of extra time, Kyra Cooney Cross scored the winner for Melbourne Victory with an in-swinging corner.
1: This exciting win ended the seven-year W League title drought for Melbourne Victory, so I'm sure a very exciting moment for the club. A big congrats to player of the match, Jada Wyman, the Sydney FC goalkeeper who faced 30 shots on goal and made five huge saves.
0: She was quite incredible all game. She made several crucial blocks, and I think if she hadn't been as outstanding as she was, Melbourne Victory probably would have scored quite a lot earlier. Um, Wyman also got a hand on Cooney Cross's last gasp winner, but was unable to keep it out. Um, But hats off to Charter and the Sydney FC girls on an incredible match.
1: I also just have to mention that all six referees for the grand final match were women, with a special mention um, of Rebecca Durkow, who was appointed to officiate the grand final match as the centre referee. This was her third W League grand final, um, and it's, a, it's quite a big honour to be chosen for an event like this, um, and it's a real testament to her professionalism and dedication to the game. Uh, the W League is a great opportunity for referees to demonstrate their skills, and it provides a, a great pathway for female referees to be chosen for global events such as World Cups and Olympic game matches.
0: I think overall an incredible way to top off the W League season after a a 2020 that was obviously plagued by COVID. So I think hats off to everyone involved there for for putting on such an incredible show and and a great way to showcase the amazing female athletes that we've got. Now it's time for the presser.
1: A few weeks ago on The Wrap, we shared the story of an incredible 11-year-old skater, Chloe Cavell. Chloe the Flow, as she is called on Instagram who had taken out the Open Age event at the Australian Skateboarding League Championships.
0: I'm very excited that we have Chloe on the line with us now. Chloe, the flow, can you tell us a little bit about how old you were when you first started skating and how you first got into it?
2: Um, so I first started skating when I was six and I got into it. So my dad just asked me if I wanted to watch the X Games on TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. So um, I watched it and then, like, I saw skating and I, um, I saw my favourite skater, Nigel Houston, and then once I saw him, I, it just clicked and I wanted to start skating.
0: That is very, very cool.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Chloe, can you explain to us how your competitions usually work? Do you have to hit all your tricks in one run or do you get a few goes at it?
2: Um, so you usually get um, one or, I mean, two or three runs. Um, it's either 45 seconds or a minute. And then um, after that, there's usually three to five best tricks. And um, yeah.
0: It's not a very long time, is it? 45 seconds to a minute. Do you feel like you have to rush sometimes to get through all your tricks?
2: Um, A little bit. Sometimes you have enough time to work it out. But yeah, sometimes you have to kind of go a bit quicker.
0: <laughs> and you're not always competing against kids your own age. Sometimes you're competing against some people who are over 18 years old. Do you get nervous going into those events?
2: Uh, yeah, I sometimes do get nervous, but um, I just keep um staying focused and
1: yeah. I like that. So Chloe, how often do you train um, or skate each week?
2: Four times a week, about around four to five times a
0: week four to five times a week have your parents put some rules in place to make sure you get all your homework done before you go down to the skate park in the arvo
2: yeah (laughs) so
1: chloe who do you look up to um i guess in the skating world and do you have any female idols
2: um well my favorite male skater at the moment is Nigel houston but my favorite female skater is um her name's Raisa. she's 13 years old and yeah she's really good at skating.
0: I love that. What is your biggest goal in skating?
2: I want to start, well, I would like to start traveling overseas and going and maybe starting in like the X Games, SLS and the Olympics and stuff.
0: That's very cool because it's going to be introduced into the Olympics for the first time in 2024 in Paris. So how old would you be then?
2: Yeah, um, I'll be 14, I'm pretty sure.
0: Whoa, do you reckon you could make it happen?
2: Um, maybe. I, I hope, hope so. so. I think you can.
0: <laughs> we reckon you can. Yeah,
2: thank
0: you. Thanks so much for having a chat with us. From, um, from one big Chloe to a little Chloe, I reckon you are awesome and I hope we get to see you skating in real life one day. Just keep doing your thing. I reckon you're killing it.
2: Thank you.
0: Let's take a look at what to watch. In surfing, the Rip Curl Narrabeen Classic will run from April 16th to the 26th. I cannot wait to get down there and watch them shred, Hang ten! Oh, my gosh. you ever say things and then you're like, I hate myself? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> watch live at worldsurfleague.com. As mentioned, the AFLW
1: Grand Final will be taking place this Saturday, the 17th of April. Um, it'll be the Adelaide Crows versus Brisbane Lions at Adelaide Oval. You can watch live on 7, Fox Footy, KO, and the AFLW app. G-Flip has also just been announced as the grand final entertainment, so I'm sure that will be an incredible performance.
0: In soccer, the Matildas take on fourth in the world, the Netherlands, in another friendly international match. It's on Wednesday at 2.30 a.m. if you feel like an early start to the morning. Uh, You can watch live on Fox Sports, KO, ABC TV and the My Football Live app.
1: In swimming, the 2021 Australian Swimming Championships kick off tomorrow and run through till Sunday. You can stream it live on Amazon Prime Sport, or if you're based on the Gold Coast, head to swimming.org.au to purchase tickets to watch live at the Gold Coast Swimming and Aquatic Centre.
0: Good info, Mills. Thanks. And that's The Wrap. You can find us on Instagram at The Female Athlete Project. The Wrap will drop every Tuesday morning wherever you get your podcasts to cover the big achievements, a favourite story, and what to watch in the coming week. My interviews with top female athletes will be dropping every fortnight on a Thursday. See you next week, Chloe. See you then, Mills. You.